Welcome to the Journey Church Podcast, where as a church, we believe that Jesus should be accessible to anyone. So if you're at home, work, or somewhere in between, you can have access to the weekend worship experience. We'd love for you to stay connected with us by visiting us at journeyorl.com or any social media platform using at journeyorl. Thanks for being with us, and we really hope you enjoy this message. Happy New Year's Journey Church. So hope that you are enjoying this holiday season. I want you to know, man, we miss you so much. If we haven't met yet, my name is JJ, and I have the honor and privilege of serving Journey Church as its lead pastor, and it has been two Sundays since we've seen you in person. And I want to invite you to come back out next Sunday, not only for the first official in-person Sunday at Journey Church in 2023, but also on January 8th, we'll be kicking off Vision Sunday, which is one Sunday of the year we usually take at the beginning of the year, where we cast a vision for the entire year. We rally our year, our themes, our messages around a theme, and I want to share that theme with you on January 8th, and I'm excited about what God's put in my heart for our church and for you and your family. January 8th is also the first day of something that we do here at Journey Church that is very special, and that is when we are going to kick off 21 days of prayer and fasting. In fact, I want to share with you today a special message along those lines and invite you to maybe consider joining us on that 21-day journey. I want to speak to you today on a message I'm calling as good as new, as good as new. Psalms chapter 98 verse 1 says this, Oh, sing to the Lord a new psalm, new psalm, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. I don't know if you know this, but God never changes. He's always loving. He's always forgiving. He's always faithful. He's always good. You don't have to ever worry about catching God on a bad day. Not like my children. Sometimes I might be short with them. Sometimes I might raise my voice and it's not because of anything they did wrong. Maybe I didn't sleep well the night before or I'm feeling under the weather. Not with God. The Bible says that his love endures forever. I love that word endures. That means that it makes it through all the stuff that we throw at him so that even when we have a bad day, he endures through our bad days. He's always good all the time. The irony is, of course, that for a God who never changes, he sure does seem to like new things. I would say he has an attraction to new. God loves new things. God never did a miracle the same way twice. Sometimes the healing was public. Sometimes it was private. Sometimes he would speak a word and it would happen from a distance. Other times he would get up close and personal and touch the person. Other times the person would touch him. God never did a miracle the same way twice because God is creative. How creative is God? According to Google, there are 7.87 billion people in the world. Try wrapping your mind around those numbers. And the only thing more mind-boggling than 7.87 billion people being in the world is that there are no two alike. Even identical twins who share pretty much 100% of their DNA don't share the same personalities. One likes sports, the other one likes music. 7.87 billion different ways God made a person this year. That's amazing. That's crazy. Why? Because God likes new things. In fact, it's one of the big differences between him and the devil, other than 
the devil's the devil and God is God. A big one is that the devil has the same tricks that he uses to trick us over thousands of years. But God finds new ways to bless us every day. God loves new. And here he's saying that he loves a new song. And I believe that there are three things that are implied in that verse that God wants us, you and I, to try doing in 2023. A new thing. First thing I believe God wants us to do is he wants us to try learning something new. Try learning something new. My wife is 40 years old. She has a degree in business. She can speak two languages. Three years ago, she learned how to exercise. Two years ago, she learned about diet. And this year, at the age of 40, is picking up skiing for the first time in her life. Don't die, baby. Please, we need you. Isn't that crazy? At 40, picking up a new hobby, uh, a, a new sport. Why? Because when you stop learning, you stop living. It doesn't have to be expensive, but I want to challenge you to start learning something, something new in 2023. You can get on YouTube. It's real cheap, real free, real fast. Pick it up. Never let your limits limit you from learning. John 10, 10 says, I have come so that you may have life and have it to the full. I said it before. I'll say it again. When we stop learning, we stop living. I want to challenge you in 2023. I mean it in a spiritual and a non-spiritual way. Spiritually speaking, what if you picked up a one-year Bible reading plan and you started reading your Bible every day, 5, 10, 15 minutes a day, and you learned something new about God, about truth, about life, about the world. In fact, in the comments below, I'm going to upload or the team in the chat is going to upload a link to my favorite Bible devotional plan that only not only will it take you through the Bible in a year, but it's actually going to give you lessons about the Bible on select days through really engaging videos and teachings. And so you can dive more into that, but learn something new about God this year, but also non-spiritually. Why don't you pick up a skill, calligraphy, gardening, sewing, photography, interior design, another language, weightlifting, exercise, or you could go on the other side of that baking. Come on, somebody. Yeah. You know, just throw the, throw the health out the window. Learn how to bake some sugary, fattening goods. Whatever it is, pick it up. And you might be listening to this thinking, this really doesn't sound like a sermon. I, mean, I think it is. The principle is called stewardship. It's making the most of the life that God has given you. Now, learning a new song can be tricky. It can be awkward. It can be clunky. You can lose the rhythm. You can forget the words. But imagine how boring life would be if all you did was live in the same song, which is my second point, I want you to try singing something new. Try singing something new. Have you ever heard the same song over and over and over? I am an 80s, 90s child, and when I was uh, a young kid, there was a song that came out in the 90s that was a hit, and I loved it. And it was called the Macarena. Now, I don't know if you know the Macarena, it really depends on how old you are, but it was a, a, a Latin song that had crossed over into the English-speaking world, which is a big deal because I'm Latino and that, we didn't really have songs like that. Like the last song that made it big like that one was like Feliz Navidad. But after that, we didn't have it. And if you're a younger generation, you can Google the song. But if you want me to just summarize what it was for us Latinos growing up, that's like Bad Bunny today, but before that, okay? It was the crossover before Bad Bunny. It was a Spanish-speaking song, and it was so good. Um, but it was very, 
uh, repetitive. The words, the melody, at first you couldn't stop singing, and then if you heard the song, you just wanted to hurt somebody because it just was repeating over and over and over again. And most of our favorite songs are like that, right? We love them, we can't wait to listen to them, we download them, but then after a while, we play them out and then we get bored and we don't wanna listen, we wanna find other things. Listen to me, catch this. Don't let God be like your old favorite song. You used to love them, you used to engage, you used to spend time and now just kinda get tired. Now it's just kinda getting old. Now it doesn't make you feel, he doesn't make you feel the same way you used to feel. And I get it, some people who say, well, you know, it's just Pastor Yo, it's just the same old stories, you know? Jesus dies every year, and every year he comes back from the dead, every year, it's always on the third day, you know? He's always born in Bethlehem. Moses always splits the Red Sea, you know? And, and, I, and I come to church every day on a Sunday, on a Sunday, I come every Sunday, and it's just the same, and it's hard to give God new song. It's hard to give God new worship when all I see around church and religion and faith is the same. But I think you're looking at it the complete wrong way. Take this guitar, for example. This guitar has only six strings on them. Six notes, E, A, D, G, B, E. Just six strings, and it's the same six strings. If you look at this guitar 20 years from now, 10 years ago, it's the same six strings. But with those six strings, with the combination of those different six strings, you can play. Different notes, what am I trying to say? All music has the same notes but all those notes can come together to make new songs. For thousands of years, people have sung new songs. It's the same God. It's the same mercy. It's the same grace. It's the same Bible. It's the same stories. But God finds a way with His same grace and His same mercy and His same power to bless us and meet us in new ways. Every day there are new challenges. Every, every day there are new struggles. Every day there are new burdens. And somehow through God's grace, He uses the same stories and the same love to meet every new challenge and new burden He throws our way. His sameness is something to be celebrated, something to, to lean on and build a life on. And so I wanna challenge you today to worship God in a brand new way, in a new way in 2023. Maybe you've been attending, start serving. Maybe you've been serving, getting on a team, then start tithing. Maybe you've been tithing, start praying. Maybe you've been praying, start fasting. And a fast is what I wanna invite you to today. If you've never heard of a fast before, a fast is a predetermined period of time where we choose to abstain from certain pleasures that satisfy the body so that we can satisfy our soul. Starting January 8th, we're gonna be on a fast for 21 days. Sometimes people fast for an answer. Sometimes people fast out of desperation. Other times people fast to get closer to God. There are four different types of fasts that I talk about that we have engaged in over the last six years that we see in the Bible as well. And the first is called a soul fast. Now these will uh, kind of elevate in level of difficulty and not one is better than the other. They're just different. And you meet God where you can meet God. But the first is a soul fast. And this is abstaining from, from things that maybe you really enjoy, but are a poor substitute for the one who can really bring you joy. What do I mean? Maybe for 21 days, you're fasting social media. 
media, going on a detox, getting off your, your phone and, and the time that you would spend on that, you're spending with God and you're, you're fasting it, you're abstaining from it because you are believing that the one who can really satisfy your soul, uh, you want to make time for him and you want to make space for him. That could be 21 days, no streaming television or no TV for 21 days. Whatever that is for you, it's something out there in the world that feeds you, but really is also taking the place of the one who really feeds you. The other one is a partial fast. And the next three are gonna be food related because we enjoy a lot of things in life, but you really need food. And so when we fast and we fast food, that's typically what most fasts revolve around. But if you wanna start a soul fast, that's good too. A partial fast is a time-based fast. Maybe you say, I'm gonna fast as long as the sun's up, I'm not eating. As soon as the sun goes down, I'm gonna eat. Or it's also known as intermittent fasting. I'm gonna not eat from when I wake up to 2 p.m. and then from 2 p.m. on, I'm gonna eat. You set those rules and you set those boundaries and those guidelines, but that would be a partial fast. Next is a selective fast where you go, hey, well, I'm gonna eat as normal, except I'm gonna select certain things in my diet that I'm not gonna have. So maybe for 21 days, I'm not gonna eat meat. Maybe for 21 days, I'm, I'm just gonna be a vegetarian, that's it. And if you already are a vegetarian, maybe for 21 days, you just eat meat. I'm just, <laughs> but for 21 days, let's say, you, you know what, here's a good one. Some of y'all gotta log off right after I say this. For 21 days, no coffee. We just lost half the online audience right there. All the caffeine addicts just bounced on that note right there. But for 21 days, no, no sugar. For 21 days, I'm gonna stay away from soda. Whatever it is, it's supposed to be a sacrifice. It's supposed to be difficult to so find that challenging thing. And lastly, there is a complete fast. Now, this one is a little hardcore, but I wanna present it for those who feel like God's leading you to do this. And this is a liquid fast. This could be just drinking juices um, and liquids, or it could be just drinking water for 21 days. No, you will not die. But if you do have health issues, I suggest talking to your doctor before you engage on a fast like this. I've done one of these. I think the longest I've gone was probably like 16, 17 days, and it was amazing. I, I felt the Lord's presence like never before. It's not for everybody, um, but it is something that uh, definitely brought me closer to the Lord, and I just encourage you to pray about all of those and consider which one it serves you in your life best. Along those same lines, while we're fasting, January 8th through January 28th, I want to invite you to come to this building at 7 a.m. from January 8th to January 28th, Monday through Friday from 7 to 8, we're going to have an hour of prayer. It's our 21 days of prayer and fasting. And there's going to be a service here. There's going to be live worship. Um, there's going to be a, like a 10 minute message. And then we're going to come together and we're just going to pray. And every message is going to be on prayer. And we're going to come into God's presence together. And I just think those 21 days have the power to shape not just our church, but your life for this next year that is coming. And so if you want to get ready, if you want to prepare yourself, join us. Services will also be online if you have to drop off the kids or something like that, but there's just nothing like being in the building. So I'd invite you to come if you can. And on Saturdays, it'll be from 9 to 10 a.m. Now let me give you some fasting tips. Number one, don't just decide what you won't do for 21 days. Decide what you will do for 21 days. It's not enough to say, I'm not going to eat this. I'm not going to watch that. What are you going to replace it with? 
Replace it with prayer. Replace it with getting in the Word. Replace it with charitable work out in the community. Replace that bad thing or that just okay thing with a good thing and a great thing, a godly thing. You gotta make the switch. This is not a starvation battle. This is not what it's about. It's about separating yourself for a season to to, to get closer in intimacy uh, with God, to break through some challenges and some walls uh, in our lives. So don't just stop doing, decide what you're gonna start doing and then keep it new. Maybe this isn't your first time fasting. Well, challenge yourself. What kind of fast have you never done before? Mix it up. Maybe combine them. Maybe for the first seven days of the 21 days, you do a soul fast. No Netflix, no social media. Maybe for the next seven, you do a selective fast. You're gonna go straight vegan. And then maybe for the last uh, seven, you take that first four and you go, you know, I'm also gonna throw in no coffee. And then maybe those last three of the fast, you go, hey, just water these last three days. See what God does. This, Listen, there's no rules to this, but this is a heart thing. This is not an obligation. This is an invitation to a deeper level of experiencing God, a new level of intimacy, and what I believe can possibly be, will be the best year of your life. Finally, don't just try learning something new. Don't just try singing something new. The last thing I would encourage you in 2023 is to try being someone new. Try being someone new. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. New creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. New Year's Day makes me so happy and so sad. It makes me so happy because everybody's got this like new year, new me mentality. And I'm happy because they start going to the gym, they start eating right, and you know what else they start doing? They start coming to church. That's right. When you get here on January 8th, it's going to be packed because it's going to be a bunch of people who decide that this year is going to be different and I'm going to be new. And, and that's great. Hey, as a pastor, I love it. Church is packed. Awesome. People are getting healthy. That's great. What makes me sad is that for some people, they waited 365 days to do something that in Christ is available already 365 days a year. I wrote it like this. In Jesus, every day is New Year's Day. In Jesus, every day is New Year's Day. I want to have a special message to the believer. To the believer, if you slip on your resolutions, if you slip up on your prayer life, if God forbid your sobriety journey doesn't make it as long as you'd like to, listen, don't wait for a special moment to get right, to come around, to start fresh. No, this moment right here, right now, you can pray, you can get on your knees right there. Make March 5th, January 1st. Make September 13th, January 1st. Make December 1st, January 1st. If that's you and you're wrestling and, and you mess up sometime this year, I, it breaks my heart to see the way believers start the year full of hope and then because of one mistake, they throw away the rest of their year. Just start over. That's the beauty of Christ Jesus. Start over. Start fresh. Every day can be a new beginning. And if you're a person today watching this who is far from God, maybe this link was shared by a friend. You've never stepped foot in a church. This was like your first step, just hearing what the message would be about who this Jesus person is. I want to encourage you. I want to pray for you. 
This is your chance for a fresh start. You don't have to wait. Every day can be New Year's Day. If you're tired of living in the same old soul, struggling with the same old struggles, addicted to the same old substances, getting with the same old type of person, wrestling with the same old habits, burdened by the same old negative thoughts, fighting the same demons and spirits, and just carrying the same old heaviness, there's a newness for you that you can find in Jesus. If that's you, I want to pray for you today. Usually, if you were in the room, I'd ask you to raise your hand when I said three. Uh, but I can't see you today, and I don't know if you're, well, you're definitely not in this room. <laughs> but whoever's around you, without embarrassment, without shame, if you're ready for this year to be a new year, on the count of three, I'd love for you to just raise your hand. You can put it right down after saying, yes, Jesus, I, I want to start fresh, and I believe that you're the only way to do that. On three, put your hand up. One, two, three. Amen. I believe there are hands all over the world today who are coming back home to Jesus Christ, starting a new life, 2023. Start fresh. If you raised your hand, would you close your eyes, bow your heads for a moment, and you can repeat this brief prayer after me. Father God, we thank you. We thank you because in you, all things are made new. The old me is gone. The old me is dead and buried. And the new me is being born today. Jesus, forgive me for my past. Today, I start fresh. I make you my Lord and my Savior to never be the same again. Today, I sing a new song to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Hey, if you made that decision today, put a little emoji in the chat. We'd love to celebrate with you, call you out by name, say what's up, welcome you to the family. There's also going to be a number that comes across on the bottom of the screen beneath me that we would invite you to text so that you can let us know you made that decision or we can get you connected and plugged in to a community of believers. We love you so much, Journey Church, friends and family. Can't wait to see you next Sunday in person. God bless. We hope you've enjoyed this message, and we would love to hear your story and how this ministry is changing your life. Please email us at amen at journeyorl.com. And if you would like to support financially, you can give online at journeyorl.com give. If you're in the area, join us on Sunday for the full experience. Have a blessed week.